Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me Kieran Williams, I hope you're all well. Today we are going to be doing a movie review, I took the weekend to watch the Netflix original movie, The Old Guard, um, that was based on the comic book storyline of the same name from Image Comics, uh, it starred Charlize Theron, um, Luca uh, Moret- Marninelli, uh, Marwin Gonzari, uh, Chitwell amongst others as well um i took the time to watch that film um throughout the weekend and then i wanted to uh do a, a review about it um like all new 2020 releases um i'm trying to get as many 2020 films to watch so at the end of the year i do a full ranking and a conversation in december of 2020 um just talk about every single film I've watched this year. Give me my give my opinion and what I will say is my favourite, my least favourite, the most surprising, the least, the most disappointing. If you guys have not followed or favourite the podcast over here on Anchor, please make and Spotify. Please make sure that you do. Uh, I if you want to join me on a podcast, then you can uh, let me know by sending me a message on my official Instagram, frc underscore podcast. And while you're over there. Uh, also follow me as well it is free and you guys will know um, the podcast plan so what podcasts are coming up this week and uh, everything like that if you um, would also like to see my individual episode uh, reviews or some old film uh, reviews I do have an an account now on uh, Stardust where I go over and do that that's been really successful and i've been really enjoying doing them small little reviews but obviously the big films and the ranking podcasts and um all the football based stuff will be over here on the uh kieran grudges podcast so make sure uh you go over there if you want to have you know episode reviews on the arrowverse on game of thrones on uh all sorts of stuff like that please make sure you go and check that out so, uh, let's talk about The Old Guard then and what this is all about. So basically this film is about uh, five immortal mercenaries who can heal themselves, who have that, that ability, discover somebody wants to uncover their secret. Now they must fight to protect their freedom. Um, so this was a Netflix film that came out on Friday. I was looking forward to it over on the... Um, on the Stardust app, I said that I cannot wait for it, and the full review will be will be over here. So here it is. Um, so I was one of these people who knew a lot about it. I watched the trailers as well. Um, what I like to do with these ranking videos, I like to tell you my rating out of ten at the end, but also give you three positives and three negatives, and whether it will be right for you. So let's get into my three positives about this film. So the first of all here is the action sequences are quite uh, unique, and that might come as a little bit of a shock to you, saying, oh, "Well, how can they be original with action sequences?" This film is based on a superhero comic. So a superhero comic uh, book storyline, but they've decided to bring this in. And with a superhero film, because of how dominant Marvel and DC have been, and you know, characters about proper superheroes, and this one takes a step back and looks at different type of heroes with different abilities, but they are still just ordinary people without that uh, notable sort of. Um, 
or of identity like the Justice League will have, like the Avengers have got. Um, the, one of the interesting things here is I think that they've mashed up a lot of different action uh, genres together. Uh, obviously, they have them superhero elements. Uh, they have them spy-based elements. So you see a lot of different action sequences uh, that's very uh, similar to to the John Wick films, the Jason Bourne films, the Jason, the James Bond movies, where you know there's a lot of explosions and there's a lot of you know shootouts and you know, but that's what you're expecting. And if you're into them things, you've got that. But then you look at the other action sequences; they're very hand-to-hand combat, and I think that was nice and refreshing to watch a superhero film and focus on the hand-to-hand combat. I'm not saying that I. I'm not comparing these two films in any way, but I think a lot of people liked uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier because of how how them action sequences were based on hand-to-hand combat and different stunts instead of big explosions. The Captain Winter Soldier does that a little bit better with the story, which we'll come on to in a minute, but, you know, they do... Do something different and find a bit of a um, a bit of a patch uh, in the genre. The f- the second one here is the dark and gritty characters. You you do spend a lot of the time uh, really learning about these five characters, but not learning about them enough. Which for a lot of people that'd be a little bit frustrating, but for me it was a really really nice. Um, different taste obviously people want to know certain parts of the character and look at the origin story even though it's the first time we've seen these characters they really held a lot back Uh, i discussed um with a big comic book fan and a comic book collector about all of this and they said that they didn't go down the route of an origin story but hinted at certain things that was a really really nice and different take if you look again at the MCU movies, the DC films, you see about we see a lot of origin stories about how they became the hero. This one decided, look, they are the hero, but we're going to hint at the backdrop. And the dark and gritty characters in this really, really work with the story, and they go really um, well uh, hand in hand. And the third positive here is that it has more of a concrete storyline than. Uh, other Netflix properties. My problem with the, the Netflix films is that they have, and especially action, Netflix action movies, is that I said, right, we're going to chuck every single action sequence uh, into the f- um, into the film and just have that basic generic storyline. For me, this didn't, and I, I don't know whether that's because they are following a comic book um, story or they just got the thing right. Um, and I, but I do believe that this was a really, really strong film um, for a storyline. And it was very nice to see uh, Netflix put more of a focus on the storyline. The storyline is all the way through, which I think is pretty good. And I think it's a really interesting way to kind of put a uh, a Netflix film out with what's going on at the moment and really, really understanding it and making sure. If you guys don't know, the director of this film um, is also... Uh, 
is going to be hinted to like a silver and black uh, Marvel movie. So she's going to have some experience here, and I think she did really, really well with the story, and hope that she can carry that on with the silver and black film that we uh, we all so desperately are waiting for. So let's look at the three negatives about this film and first of all uh, the trailer does reveal a lot about the film if you guys have watched the trailer or even watched you know a little preview that they do on netflix if you watch that all the way through you a lot of people will say well, i've already watched a film from the trailer i really like these type of films so i wanted to go and see it and i'm getting to i'm starting to become quite a big charlie Theron fan and watching a lot of her films she's such a uh, diverse uh, actress uh, makes a lot of uh, really really different films and you don't know what she's going to do next so I really enjoy her and I hope to watch a lot more of her films moving forward let's go back but you watch this film and you and the film's trailer and you just think yeah I've watched this already you know there was a lot watching the film you think yeah I've seen that scene I've seen that scene and um, I don't want to make comparison to the MCU too much, but I'm a big fan of that, so I'm going to carry on talking about it. If you watch the um, Avengers Infinity War trailer, there is a lot of there's a lot of parts about the Infinity War trailer that's not in the film. So what it did was that it, it gave us a completely different film to what we did in the trailers. I'm not saying everybody should repeat that similar formula, but hold hold back and hold a lot back in the film which i just don't think they did the second part here is they um it feels restricted by its budget and stereotypes within the genre i think they try to say what can we do now and how can we approach this as a superhero film the fact that like i said with my positives they went away from the norm and the stereotypes that the superhero genres had with the action sequences but with the story it did have a lot of stereotypical um superhero uh action sequences and and story based story based and the character development it was and it did not feel refreshed i was watching the film thinking okay this is something a little bit different and then when i watched and then when it got to the third act and the final battle, you think this is the same thing. And I, th- and I did not like, I didn't like that about it. I really did think that it was going to be a lot um, more original because it has such an original premise within the superhero genre. And the third one here, sadly, is the villain was really weak. Yeah, because for a large amount of the film and the high profile he has uh she wetzel four who's a fantastic actor you do think he is the villain and he does act as the villain but he wasn't the main villain in it so what they did was that they focused so much on his character and the motives behind him that this the it almost changed around because the the main villain actually became a secondary villain in a lot of ways because he wasn't introduced and his motives were quite basic. I think for, with superhero films, there is a lot of um, quite negative approaches to villains because they have to have a very, very strong motive. But I agree with that. I think if you're going to be a... A villain within an action film, you're going to want to have them very, very strong motive. And I just don't think this character did. I said it, unfortunately, because the act, the act that plays um, 
the villain here is Harry Melling. And if you don't know who he is, who he is, he is part of the Harry Potter. He's uh, he's Dudley in the Harry Potter films, uh, which is Harry Potter's cousin. So it was nice to see him. And it was a bit surprised when I saw him. But yes, I know who he is. Uh, you know, I've got, I grew up watching the Harry Potter films. I was the target target age for them. But yeah, we did because there was two villains, and they were trying to go for. Yeah, we're going to have uh, Harry Melling's character. Um, he's going to be the main villain, and Shitbattle's character is not is the uh, secondary villain. Then some that was what they were trying to do, but it easily switched, making the making a lot of fans probably watch the final sequence and go, "I'm not really bothered about." this villain because he doesn't have a very strong enough motive and it's quite basic so out of 10 then i give it a seven i give it a seven out of ten um you know not the best but not the worst a lot of people um are saying that there are going to be more dark and gritty uh, stories within the uh, old guard copy book line so if they do and if they go for that they're brilliant that's fantastic. Charlie Farron has shown an interest in making a sequel. I would watch a sequel because I've watched this first film and for the most part enjoyed it. But if they are going to make a sequel, you're going to want a lot more dark and grittier uh, sequences. Probably if everything goes, if everything's better, probably not a Netflix original film because then you're going to have that R rating. So you're going to have them dark and gritty that's going to attract a lot more fans who don't know about this property i think that could be really good because but because netflix is a, a streaming service for a lot of fa- for a lot of different people you they were very very limited by their rating um with this film so that is my review for the old guard if you want if you want to tell me what your opinion about this film is, please make sure you uh, message me on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast, where you can find uh, big movie news, podcast uh, plans for the upcoming week and so forth. Favorite me, favorite my podcast over here on Anchor and also follow on Spotify. And uh, if you want to share your own movie opinions and uh, listen to my uh, short episode um opinions please make sure you go over and follow the uh follow me on the stardust app uh i don't know when my next podcast will be but i know it'll be something you love see you in a bit